Interestingly enough, we begin the season of Advent by having a reading from near the end of Mark's Gospel. And this happens of, in all three years of Advent. We tie the waiting for the coming of Christ at Christmas with the waiting for his second coming, with this passage, this anticipation from the last discourse of the coming of judgment. And the Catechism says it best when it says, when the church celebrates the liturgy of Advent each year, she makes present the ancient expectancy of the Messiah. For by sharing in the long preparation for the Savior's first coming, the faithful renew their ardent desire for his second coming. This gives us the true meaning of Advent by participating in this Jewish anticipation of the Messiah we are renewing our ardent desire for his second coming. What's the point of Christmas when we know that Jesus Christ has already come? Why celebrate it again? It's specifically so that we practice, have this meaning, this presence of his coming celebrated the first time so that we have this yearning and desire and are prepared for his second coming. It's not a fruitless exercise just because we know he already came. And if you want to experience what it's like to truly wait for something, who better to turn to than the Jewish people? They were promised a Messiah. And after Jerusalem and the temple were wiped out in 587 BC, they thought that God had forgotten his promise. This beautiful prayer from Isaiah Lord, rend the heavens and come down. Come down yourself, please save us. Not just from our enemies, but from our sins. This prayer to God for the incarnation, all the way back in Isaiah, this near 600 years of waiting for a promise that seems to have been broken and abandoned by God. That's what it feels to wait for the second coming when you see all these promises seemingly unfulfilled, the world and its circumstances seem to be going the wrong direction, and yet hope that the Lord will be faithful to his promises. That's the spirit of waiting we're called on today. In Japan, St. Francis Xavier was a missionary. He was a Jesuit. And after going all the way to Japan from Europe, there were various persecutions across the late 1500s, early 1600s. By 1632, 55 Christians on one day were martyred in Nagasaki. Catholicism was officially outlawed. The church in Japan had no more clergy and no theological teaching. After some foreign interaction and it reopened in 1853 by Matthew Perry missionaries had returned passing of nearly 220 years near Nagasaki a French priest in the 1860s named Father Bernard was approached by a woman from a local group the group wanted to see the statue of the Virgin Mary with their own eyes, and to confirm that the priest was single, that he was celibate, 
and truly came from the Pope in Rome. Once they discovered all these things to be true, they thronged around the priest, and he found that this underground group had kept the rite of baptism and the liturgical years without priests for nearly 250 years. When you talk about waiting, when you talk about dedication to the faith, vigilance, watching, they were waiting for a priest to manifest a statue of the Blessed Virgin Mary that he was sent from the Pope and that he was celibate so that they knew what they were looking for. And they remembered this for 220 years. They were saving souls by bringing them in through baptism. They had no priest, no theological training, but they kept the faith alive by living the liturgical year. What a powerful reminder of why we come to Mass, why we celebrate these sacraments, why it needs to be done over and over. This yearning for his second coming, this participation in the anticipation of his coming at Christmas is for our benefit. It's a practice over and over again to get our hearts and this yearning, this longing for him, it's practice in what will save our souls. If we had this same spirit that the Japanese manifested, waiting for just the coming of a priest so that they could practice their faith openly again, imagine how ready we would be when Christ did come. So as we begin to renew our memory through the practice of the Holy Mass, where the cross is made present once again, and we participate fully in the mysteries of the Eucharist, we desire that God send forth his Spirit, preparing our hearts for not only his first coming at Christmas, but also his coming at the end of time and at the end of our life, so that truly the Lord may say to us, Well done, my good and faithful servant. You have watched, you have prayed.